Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. Because you guys battled. Four man rush, he drops the throw. The Jags pressure. He fires to the right side, caught by Haskins. He's tackled well short. A first down yardage. They're going to tackle him at the 44 yard line. And the ball's going to go over on down to Jacksonville. It was always the Jags. Listen, the bottom, the bottom of my heart, I mean, I couldn't be more proud of a group of men. The way you guys listen, I just keep, I'm like a broken record. It's hard to really express the words coaches, the players, you just trusted in each other, you trusted in me, you trusted in each other, and, and you were able to find a way, and that's what it takes. An all outlet, they hit him as he likes to go, the ball comes out, the ball comes out and it's picked up, the Jags are running it back, the Jags are running it back, the Jags are going to run it into the end zone, Josh Allen scores a touchdown. And, and listen, now that you're in the tournament, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, okay, what matters, what matters now is, is, is just handling your business one day at a time. We're going to celebrate this one. We're going to celebrate this one. I'm proud of you you guys for the way you handled this week. I am. I am. And, uh, you know, listen, you know, you're AFC South champs, baby. always the jazz. Come on, somebody! This boy got a hit. Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM presents Jaguars Today with your host Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, David Garrard, and E to the T. Oh, that is the way you open things up. E.T., here we go. Uh, Doug Peterson may as well have been speaking to Duval County Worldwide. I am proud of all of you representing, showing up, making that place a spectacle on Saturday night, but most importantly, the Jacksonville Jaguars win 20-16. AFC South champions from worst to first. Man. 
It feels good. David Garrard's <laughs> even back, Tony. It yeah. took that. Oh, we were off the last couple months. <laughs> Not his fault. DG, what's up, buddy? How are oh, you? Oh, man, still flying high, man. I, I feel so good, so excited about this team. Where they pulled off that victory, you know, right there to the end. It was just an amazing night. Loved the energy. The, the, the stadium was rocking. So that was that's how you bring in the playoffs right there. Let's not lie. It was nervous as hell. Man. It was. <laughs> look, look, Very honestly, nervous. <laughs> we were dumb to think it ever would be anything else. Yeah, we right? were. Like the Titans take two weeks off, essentially, try to get everyone back on the field they possibly can. Derrick Henry is as rested as he can possibly be. <laughs> like you're going to get him punching as hard as he can punch. Now, that's what he and that Titan team had left. Yeah. Right? It's what they showed on Saturday night, and the Jags were still easily better than that Titans offense defensively. Mm -hmm. The Jaguars were. The offense, look, had its issues, but there is no team that can turn this entire fan base, and when the energy in that city and in that stadium turns, nobody could turn them into a big, just exposed nerve more than the Tennessee Titans. Right? Like, when it starts turning a little bit, you're like, not again. <laughs> not again. Like, that's what you're thinking for three quarters of that game. Not again. Not again. Not They can't do this to us again. Not again. It's, it's wild that it had to happen the way it did. The way the second half of the season has gone, why would it end any other way? You know, yeah. then some new way for the Jaguars team to find a way to win. And it's on defense again this time. I mean, the, Doug Peterson said it the best. The game was basically the way our season went. I started off good, and then everything was downhill, and then yeah. we came back, and then and now we're celebrating just like the way the season went, and I thought that was perfect. I thought the way the team handled the adversity. I mean, there was a lot of times where they could have just folded. They could have just said, you know what, we're just not getting it done today. But the defense kept fighting, kept competing, and made the plays, and they said, hey, offense, don't worry. We got you. Mm -hmm. And that's that's nice sometimes when a defense can do that. <laughs> you know who else said don't worry? Special teams. Yes. Said yeah. don't worry. Absolutely. Jamal Agnew was a yes, he was. beast taking yes. that ball out of the end zone. Logan Cook, all his punts inside the 20, a yep. couple inside the 10. Patterson making his kicks. I mean, they did what they had to do yeah. on special teams as well. I love the fact that they win the AFC South crown when Trevor Lawrence has far from his best day. Yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence will have plenty yep. of the kind of days he had the first time they played Tennessee. And, yeah, Derrick Henry had two weeks to rest. He had 30 carries in the game. And he averaged 3.6 yards a pop. Yep. With the exception of throwing Rayshon out the club. I mean, got to yeah. admit, he threw him out the club <laughs> he the did. one time. Yes, he did. He really didn't break anything, right? The one he broke, they got called back yeah. because of a holding penalty. Yeah. So, Rayshon, I believe, made – up for that play yeah, uh, more than made up for it. Yeah. One of the biggest plays in Jaguars history, man. Yeah. Rayshon, Rayshon Jenkins, last year, I mean, people are like, man, if it weren't for that contract, boom, bounce, yeah. bounce about the club collectively. Like, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. get him out of Jacksonville. Field, my dog. Man, he has had a great year, E.T., and Josh Allen, who had not a great <laughs> yeah, year, yeah, right, but yeah. has had a better run of late, was yep. huge in that football game. He really was. He looked like what we've always – expected him to be in the last game that's 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 the level of the ability that he has that we were all thinking we should see this more regularly and hey if you're going to show it on the biggest time and the biggest stage and the biggest moment in the regular season it's a perfect time to do it it is a beautiful time <laughs> to be alive as yeah. a Jaguar fan and supporter amazing stuff Jags host 
next Saturday night. Let's run it back. And now maybe the Chargers can complain about having to play on a short week and making a (laughs) cross-country trip. Let them worry about it. I'm not worried at all about the Chargers today. We're here to celebrate Victory Monday, victory season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, don't get me wrong. I I will be disappointed if they do not advance playing a home game next Saturday. But I can also recognize that no matter what comes from this point on, They've done a hell of a job. Doug Peterson and his staff, the players, the front office, putting this team together, everybody collectively never doubting, right? And maybe there were internal doubts or whatever, but always basically maintaining we're better than the record shows. We never wavered in our belief. And then you finally got some breakthrough victories. And now it's like a snowball Heading downhill, Dave. It's just picking up uh, pace and and size, and who knows what the Jags are going to be capable of doing. Et, how many tailgates were you able to be a part of on Saturday? <laughs> That's what I've been waiting to ask you. I hit eight of them up. Eight. Yeah. Okay. And I wanted I wanted to do all thirteen, but the post- <laughs> you got invited to thirteen. Yeah, thirteen total. Um, and then the eight that I hit up. Two of them I wasn't invited to. They were like, oh, Those are the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, man, I'm on wheels, man, so we got to be chill. We got to be chill, but it was a good time. So how was uh, your visit to the slab? I can't wait to get back to the slab. <laughs> You're going back Saturday, I oh, take I'm it. I'm in there. The love that they show, it felt like I had 40. If there were 70,000 people at the game, I felt like at the slab, there was about, I don't know, let's say 2,000. I felt like I had 2,000 cousins at the slab. Beautiful. It felt like family in there. You know what? E.T. is family to everybody here who has uh, Duval in their hearts. So uh, today, we celebrate. That's what we do today. And we ask you, what is your reaction? We think it's going to be a positive one. But what is your individual reaction to the Jaguars' 20-16 to win? Sweeping the Titans for the first time since 2005, giving themselves a winning record in the division at 4-2, and two. AFC South champs, home playoff game against a team you've already faced and handled. Now, granted, situations are different again. Today's not about the Chargers matchup. Today is about looking back at smacking down the Tennessee Titans and their their awful fan base. There's terrible people. And, <laughs> look, they had two weeks to get ready. I know they left those mayo jars open on the counter for two weeks so they'd be just right when they got done what, what they thought was going to be a victory on Saturday night. Nope, but they went home with their tails between their legs. So, Jags on top in the AFC South. Where do they go from here? The Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day asking you what is your reaction to the Jags' 20-16 win over the Titans. Hit us up today on the phone lines or the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures at 641-1010 on Twitter at MD underscore 1010XL at 1010XL Fat Tony and at IME2 the T. Come on somebody! Beautiful. Uh, David Gerard's having Twitter issues these days. <laughs> I just left that. We don't just, at me. We just cut. Don't, don't at me. Just, just cut him right out, all right? Uh, and and uh, uh, Titans fans, delete your accounts, all right? Uh, so let's celebrate today as uh, a Jaguar group uh, of supporters that has been waiting for this for a long time. Look, they were in the playoffs five years ago. They made it to the AFC Championship game, but this one feels like it's the beginning of something big, so let's celebrate it today. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. An all-out blitz. They hit him as he likes to go. The ball comes out. The ball comes out and it's picked up. The Jags are running it back. The Jags are running it back. The Jags are going to run it into the end zone. Josh Allen scores a touchdown. Josh Allen is running back. 
for a touchdown for Jacksonville. Not just Monday, David Garrard Monday on 1010XL. Brought to you by Napa Auto Care. You can trust Jacksonville Napa Parts and Jacksonville Napa Auto Care Repair Shops. Yeah, I'm sure uh, there are a couple out there, Tony, that are angry we didn't have Victory Sunday on the air, but I've already blocked them on Twitter, so I don't care. I don't care what you say. Victory Monday, DG, is back. Uh, We weren't here the last couple of Mondays. That's just the way it went down, and uh, happy to have you back, Dave. And and look, today's going to be very celebratory, no question about it, but I think it would be kind of weird if we didn't at least acknowledge with you it's been a couple of weeks now but Uche yeah. Waniri passing away at the age of 38 teammate of yours I yep. think for about four years yeah right so uh just uh, any any memories or or um any words you want to put towards uh you know uh, the the memory of Uche Waniri this morning yeah you know I just want to let everybody know that you know we're praying for his family uh Uche was a, a great guy great guy um you know just one of those teammates one of those friends that you could always count on um, you know, when things weren't going right on the field, he would say sometimes, hey, Dave, get on us. Like, get on the offensive line. Make us play for you. Make us get out there and block harder for you. So he was just one of those guys that you could always count on to be ready to get out there and do whatever it took. I mean, having Mojo in the backfield, you know, it made those guys want to block a little harder. Uh, Mojo being a great teammate. And uh, Uche was just one of those guys, you know, kind of anchoring the line there. Did, you know, wasn't afraid to, you know, um, let his voice be heard. And, um, you know, I just wanted to let everybody know, you know, we're thinking about him and uh, and his family at this time. No doubt about it. Super durable guy in his career, yeah. too. After his rookie year, only missed one game mm-hmm. in the next six seasons. And, uh, you know, was, yeah. I think, as a special place because he stayed in communication through social media with so many Jag fans out there and really – you could tell he really this this yeah. team had his heart, you and know? and he was doing the podcast, and uh, you know was really you know on it all the time, and mm-hmm. always you know out there talking and talking sports and pop culture and all that kind of stuff, you know. So just real sad time, and uh, you know sad. We're, we're definitely gonna miss him. I'm sure Uche is uh, if he uh, can be is looking down, smiling, yeah, you know, and uh, and happy that uh, this is where the Jags are as an organization right now. So we turn the page to your reaction, Jaguar fans, and. Phone lines are bursting at the seams, so we want to make today about you, giving you a chance to react to uh, at what we all saw happen on Saturday, what the experience was like, what the, the play on the field was like. You want to shout out a player, whatever the the uh, course you want to take, uh, let's bring it to the table. We'll start with Jonathan in Green Cove this morning here on Jaguars Today. What's up, Jonathan? Good morning, Mike, Tony, E.T., David. Uh, I was the uh, one that won the tickets and just wanted to call in and say we're just super grateful um, to you guys, the guys at 1010, your fairy godfather for those tickets. That was an experience like I've never seen. The stadium has never been like that from when I was there, and I was a season ticket holder in 2017. The Bills game, the Chargers game, it was fun, but it was nothing like this, and I've started to think that I was cursed. I was sitting there ripping my hair out. And just to see, but we, we sat for a total of maybe four minutes the entire <laughs> game. And that's not an exaggeration. I follow the, the uh, if they sit in front of you, you sit down so the people behind you can see. Nobody was sitting down. They were up. They were screaming. I lost my voice from yelling. I started to get lightheaded. I was yelling so loud. <laughs> and we I spent about as much time hushing the crowd as I was yelling on defense because our we didn't know what to do our fans don't don't 
haven't been here. We don't see this very often. So we're still yelling and Trevor's on the field and we're trying to calm everybody down. Like, hang on, wait, offenses at work. And the family in front of us was about to leave and they had a little girl with them. And the little girl said, Daddy, please, can we stay? He was like, all right. And then Tyson got the interception and the whole game flipped. And that stadium, by the time Tyson got the interception, ignited everything. Everybody was standing up, yelling twice as loud as we were the entire game. It was gives me chills. And my wife has never been to a winning game. I took her this season to the Texans game, and we all know how that went. So for her to experience the first win in that fashion, the lead division champ, she got to see a lot of the players. We took a picture with Big John Henderson. We stayed after. We didn't get home until 2, and I couldn't sleep. I was just sitting there at 3.45 in the morning just thinking about how great it was. So I just wanted to call in and thank you guys so much. That's something that we're never going to forget, and I look forward to to, to many more in the future. So go right. Jay. Well, you're very welcome, and thank you, Jonathan. And uh, that he did get the Fairy Godfather tickets, and somebody else tweeted me a picture of them uh, with some tickets we gave away, and I was like, uh, I'll, I'll – uh, Mention it to the fairy godfather. I was so confused in the the moment after the game, uh, but glad that you guys could all go and enjoy it. What's going on with the dad who's taking his daughter out of the stadium before the game's over? What in the world? Come on, raise these kids better it, than it, that. Game. It happens. It oh, happens. Man, I mean, it you know, happens. you're going into it. It's a night but, game. And I, we play four quarters <laughs> around these parts. I will say though, the way he was talking about the crowd just being like unbelievable when. When I got there, we were there pretty early. We were tailgating all that good stuff. And then by the time I got in after signing autographs with the legends and all that, you guys, I've never seen it as packed before a game. It was – I'm talking about the upper deck Mm -hmm. was full, and I'm like, I guess this – we are at a Jags game, huh? (laughs) You know, it's like you haven't seen that kind of – not the passion. You get the passion every Sunday – but the amount of people that were there packing out the stadium, that is what it should look like every game. And I know this team is trending that direction, the way they've been playing here lately. And now they're in the playoffs. So just keep doing it. Fans keep coming. And uh, guys on the field, keep playing, keep winning. Now, like you said, Tony, this is a perfect storm to have Tennessee be the team that came in yeah. with the division on the line and the backstory and all that yeah. stuff. But you know what? You got – few more days to recuperate man and let's <laughs> ramp it right back up uh the chargers are not a historical rival of this franchise but who cares yeah and it's it's interesting you know dave you got to be on the field for a lot of that yeah right? and experience that and you've been going as a, a fan here for a number of years too and look we had fred taylor in on the post game and fred was like that's the the hypest i've ever seen the stadium right and fred was here yeah, you know, yeah. during those runs in the late 90s up through your time here. Yep. Like, he's been here for a lot of the glory years, you know, of this franchise. And he's like, that's the livest I've ever seen that building. Mm-hmm. And to hear the alumni talking about it that way, I mean, you could feel it. I I intentionally left my house an hour and a half earlier than I would. I was like, I don't know what this is going to be yeah. today. Like, I know it's going to be wild, but I'm going to leave as early as I need to to make sure I'm there. I couldn't believe it. Like, I remember what it felt like driving in for the Buffalo game, for yep. the playoff game here at home that yep. Saturday when night. close. What It wasn't yeah. even close uh, to what happened last Saturday night. And we'll see what it looks like. They got back-to-back weeks on primetime television. I know, right? And, like, it's unbelievable. What's that all about? Mm. We're forcing the Jags down <laughs> We're your forcing, throat. Yes. But guess what? You might actually like it when yeah. it's all said and done. Uh, let's go to Jarrell uh, driving down 95 South. 
right now. Jarrell, you're on Jaguars today. Good morning. Good morning, guys. My Tony, Dave, E.C. It is a great Monday, a great Monday. I'll say this. I've never heard the environment like that. The stadium is that loud. I was at the Bills playoff game. I was also at the Seattle Seahawks game back in 2017. And both of those fail in comparison to what I heard and what I was experiencing being inside that stadium Saturday night. Like, I was in the south end zone next to the tunnel. And I can tell you the whole fourth quarter, none of us sat down. Heck, I was standing up in my seat when the defense went on the field. And we had some bougie fans behind us that kept sitting down. We were trying to get them up off the street when the defense were on the field. And when Tyson Campbell got that interception, and then when Josh Allen picked up that fumble and ran it back, we were all going absolutely ballistically nuts. I've never seen it like that. Uh, that's one of those experiences I'll never forget. And I'm coming back next week for the playoff game. It's Duval till we die. It was over the deck. Thank you, Jarrell. Uh, it was always the Jags, uh, no question about it. By the way, just looking at it, I know this has been making the, the rounds. A uh, couple of things about that play with Josh out. A, fourth quarter, because of the kneel downs at the end of the game, Jags lose one yard. For the entirety of the fourth quarter, they had negative one yards offensively <laughs> and collectively as a team scored 10 points, yeah. right? So it's a team game. And by the way, you know why Josh Allen – Scored that touchdown, Tony? Because mm. he dropped into coverage yeah. and was in yeah. position oh. to make that play. Yeah. Why are we putting him in coverage? How do we drop Josh what are Allen we doing? into coverage? Oh, my goodness, right? <laughs> one of, maybe the greatest defensive play in Jaguars history now, or or certainly yeah. one of them, yeah. is because Josh Allen, in part, was dropping back into coverage on that play. Let's go to Sam on the west side next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. Good morning, you guys. Listen. I remember I went to Nashville this year. I pick a team, I pick a game every year, and I go to it. This year I went to Nashville, and lo and behold, we beat them. We beat them silly. So here's my message to Fish, Jeff Fisher, any coach that comes from the Titans. I hate you guys. I hate you. I hate the Titans, just like uh, Leon says. With that said, I have a message for Duval. It's not. Even Santa, even Santa, you guys agree with me. It's not ho, ho, ho. It's do, do, do. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. All right, Sam. Hey, here's the message. Send Sam to Nashville again next yeah, year. Come on. Let's exactly. take up a collection. Uh, let's go to Chris in Orange Park next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, everybody. What's up? Yeah. I've got a play in mind that really caught my attention and really says something about something special we have that hasn't been tapped into yet. And it hasn't gotten a lot of recognition, and that was the stop behind the line by Trayvon Walker while getting blocked, while getting stiff-armed. One man tackled Derrick Henry, which does not happen in the league. Man, we tap into that, there's something special there. And I'll take it off the air with that guy. All right, appreciate it. I mean, look, I thought Trayvon played well yeah. in this game, uh, you know, setting the edge. It, it, not a big statistical game. Look, I heard uh, the guys on the drill discussing this this morning. Bottom line is, you know, now's not the time to really worry about it, but 
your number one overall pick at three and a half sacks this year. The guy taken behind him at nine and a half. You know, and yeah. that's a fair discussion to yeah. have. Yeah. But it is what it is at this point in time. I want Trayvon to have the best career of anybody in this draft class if he possibly can. And if not, let it be Devin Lloyd. And if not, you get the picture, right? We'll yep. just go on and on down the line. Uh, but I thought there were a lot, Tony, of uh, kind of unsung heroes mm -hmm. in this game. We talked about Corey Peters a little bit. I mean, Corey Peters was on a mission early in this football game, played so physical up front, ended up with four solo tackles, a half sack, two tackles for loss, seven total tackles. Best game in a Jaguar uniform for him easily, I thought. And uh, just, you know, it was grunt work night, Dave and Tony, that uh, it, a lot of these guys – Got the job done. We see Rayshon Jenkins and Josh Allen and Tyson Campbell make the, the flash plays, but there are a lot of guys making kind of unsung plays on this defense. No doubt about it. And, look, the defense, you can't give them enough credit, you know, for what happened on Saturday night. And it was basically from the jump. I mean, the first play of the game for the Titans was a tackle for loss by Josh Allen, mm -hmm. right, on Derrick Henry. And it kind of set the tone defensively for what they were going to do all night. Rayshon Jenkins with that pass defense in the end zone, they lose. Yeah. Right? And that's a very, very catchable ball. But Rayshon Jenkins gets the pass defense on that. He forces the fumble. It's the defensive effort on Saturday night. It's it's an all-timer in this franchise's history, what they were able to do when the offense didn't have anything going uh, in the second half of that game, essentially. I, Trevor Lawrence had the one drive. And yeah. where he had three or four passes on that drive where you're like, what the heck is that? Yeah. Right? Like, Who does oh that? my gosh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. including the touchdown to Christian Kirk. And then he missed the one to Zay Jones. Yep. So the offense just didn't have it. They couldn't run the ball, but the defense over and over and over again. And it's not one or two big plays. It was about 10 yeah. over the course of the entire night. And if they don't make one of those 10, they might lose the whole thing. I mean, just like you said, from start – to finish, defense was on, and they were ready. And they knew about halfway through the game, okay, it's going to come down to us making some plays to be able to win this ball game. And they rose to the occasion, man, so my hat's off to them. No doubt. All right, uh, we do want to make it about you and your reaction, so we'll get back to you on the other side. We got this uh, break. We got to thank our wonderful sponsors for giving us this airtime to celebrate a Jaguar AFC South Championship, Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, David Garrard, and my man E to the T. Come on, somebody. I'm going to get uh, – I'm going to lose the voice. Uh, now, I did go screaming down the hallway at one point. I did, right, like during the game. Because <laughs> what happens, E, we're in there. We are watching, like, the live feed, right, right. right? Everybody else is, like, eight to ten seconds behind. And so – when something good or bad happens, you can, if you open the door, you'll hear the reaction that much later. Uh, but when we got the scoop and score, <laughs> I opened the Crazy. door and I just screamed down the yeah, hallway. Yeah. And, and JP's like, oh, I don't know if you should be screaming in the hallways. And uh, and I'm like, bro, I'm like, I just ran to the lobby. Everyone who was in the hallway <laughs> with an office thing. was in the lobby just like doing a, a freaking uh, circle up of our own. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Nobody cared about the screaming. Even the police. I Trust right. me, I just was the first to scream because I saw it first. That was all that went oh, down. That's right. right. I saw it first, so I screamed, so I let them know it's coming. Get ready. It's coming. <laughs> Don't take your eyes off the screen. And it paid off. All right, uh, let's take a timeout. We'll come back with more of your reaction to a wonderful, wonderful night in Duval County here. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Throw. The Jags pressure him. 
He fires to the right side, caught by Haskins. He's tackled well short of first down yardage. They're going to tackle him at the 44-yard line. And the ball's going to go over on down to Jacksonville. How about this defense? How good is that? Jaguars today on 1010XL with David Garrard. Brought to you by Napa Auto Care. Hey, season on the line, man. Let's check it down to Hassan Haskins, shall we, on third and 17? See if you can't make a play. Uh, rally to the ball. By the way, look, I get it. The math wasn't in your favor. I'm not going down without calling all my timeouts if I'm the Titans. Like, yeah. okay, just go ahead and kneel it out. We'll, we'll just accept our place. And that, that's fine. I get it. Get used to your place. But uh, I would have been – And I mean, you, you got to burn every opportunity. What if they fumble the snap? You just don't know, right? Things can happen. Um, but uh, they didn't, and what happened was <laughs> Jag scored 20. Six in a row turned into seven. They're just beat down, right? Like, Love maybe. Might have right. been. Might have been. Let's just get the season over with. But this is uh, done. 20 to 16, <laughs> Jags on top, AFC South champs. Uh, let's get your reaction to it. Let's jump right back in. Steven Mandarin next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, guys. Hey, let me, let me just say, the whole day started great. Dave, I'm not putting you on the spot, but talking to my mom who just beat cancer, bless her heart, that was like the highlight of the day. And mom's like, dude, y'all are going to win because that was so kind of him. So first and foremost, Dave, thank you so much for FaceTiming with my mom. Absolutely. Number two, yes, sir, number two, that defense, wow, yikes. I feel really, I'm not saying I feel bad for Justin Herbert, but Justin Herbert thought it was tough a, a few weeks ago. Well, uh, we got some before that on uh, Saturday night. And I just want to give a big shout-out to the entire city of Duval because everybody's turned out. That stadium was lit. It was on fire. It was like I've never seen anything like that in my entire life, and I just want to say one more time before we go, Duval! All right, you're going to try that. You're... Green 88! Let's go. There you go. <laughs> Green 88! Green 88! Uh, I love it. Uh, Dave, that's pretty cool. So tell us uh, what, what went down. You FaceTime. Yeah, you? we were at the Legends table signing autographs, and uh, he had his mom on the phone, and he's like, hey, can you just talk to her real quick? Just say hi. And so I started talking to her a little bit, and, uh, you know, she was just so excited that, you know, we were on there talking, and, uh, you know, I didn't know she was going through what she was going through. So, you know, happy to do whatever I can to make anybody smile. Awesome. Uh, by the way, look, I understand the Jags whipped the Chargers earlier this year. Yeah. But. Different okay, animal. Absolutely. The same Zach Wilson, the same no. Davis yeah. Mills, the no. same Joshua Dobbs rolling in here on no. Saturday. No. Okay, so this is a and you think they level. don't think what's what happened last time too? Of course they do, and they're yeah. saying we played basically without Bosa, got hurt early. Yeah. We played without Keenan Allen. Now Bosa, now Mike Williams and Bosa might well, be. They, they say back spasms for Williams, but it. I've it's been scary there. when they carted him off, yeah. right? But they think he'll be fine. I've been uh, there. Bosa, there, there's speculation as to whether or not he aggravated his groin injury, but mm. no real clarity on that. Look, bring him. We'll bring ours. Bring them all. There you go. That's what's going to happen on Saturday night. So uh, let's go to Sean on the south side here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Sean. Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, appreciate you taking my call. I was at that game yesterday, man. It, it was so electric, man. Um, uh, it, it seemed like my like the section 405 was like the loudest. I mean, I know that's the upper deck, but it was just man, it was it was too loud over there. I was I was stressed. I was stressing though that game because I know I know my man say man, y'all get off of T Law, but he T Law had me a little a little worried yesterday. But most importantly, we came out with the dub. You know, um, 
just happened we got this win, and I and I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna bounce back anyway because um you know he, he had two pretty pretty much bad games I would say um he admitted that but I think he's gonna bounce back um so yeah let's do this man I'm gonna be there again represent for Duval Duval all right we appreciate you Sean uh thank you very much. Yo, Man, y'all get off of T-Low. Mm, that's Unk right there. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn. We didn't hear from him last week. Do we hear from him this Do we go with, you know what I mean? He needs like, to be back on. I'm superstitious. Back on. Yeah. But do we need him back on or do we wait? And t- I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do we do? Like, I ran a poll, seriously, about what shirt I should wear. Because I've been wearing black the whole oh my game. God. <laughs> and I'm like, do I go teal? Because it's a teal out, right? Do I? And there and 54% said black, so you all chose wisely. And uh, I'm just sticking with it now. I'm not even running the poll now. But uh, <laughs> what do you think they'll wear this week? Probably black. Think That's so? my guess. Is oh, they'll go all black this week is my guess. But we'll see. I love the teal, man. Like I think I love if they, the teal look good like, too. I don't even know if you did a fan vote again this week if, if all black wouldn't win. Like, I mean, all black, know. man. And it's a night game. Oh, just nothing better than that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm a, I, I just See, like, that's the fan, like the, the player reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know better player, than that all I, black, I, man. I, I like that teal representing. All right. <laughs> I like the teal, too. Let's go to Dave and Mandarin next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing? We're pretty damn good. <laughs> Let me say something. I'm still trying to get my voice back, man. But first and foremost, uh, when, when I, I wasn't able to go to the game and I was at a local sports club, and uh, my son and his wife and family, they took the boat down and docked there. They were in the north end zone. But uh, first and foremost, the signs I saw for number three, man, our hearts, heartfelt good wishes for him, man. It's just a, a beautiful thing. But let me tell you something, man. This is an electric city right now, man. Our cardiac cats did it one more time. You know, E.T., you're all over it, man. That was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time that you had down there. I know you only hit eight of the tailgaters, but I know there's more out there. But oh, uh, Mr. Gerard. <laughs> yes, sir. Mr. Gerard, thank you so much for the memories, man. I was at the Houston Oilers game with my son. He was eight years old. Now he's 34, and he's there with the grandkids and everything. So, you know what? This is going to be a fun week, and my hats are off. Number one, look, 1010XL, man. You guys are the heart and soul on the on-the-air Jaguars, man. I listen to you guys every day, and you keep us pumped up. Don't ever stop doing what you're doing. And on the count of three, one, two, three. Thank you, Dave. Trying to wreck my voice. I got a whole week of this. To <laughs> I do. know you're gonna be doing um, it all week. There's a little fuzzy math in there. I gotta say, it, <laughs> it, man, my man, his son is 34. He was eight. At, I don't think that adds up. But well, hey, it was a Houston Oilers. <laughs> it's all good, man. Yeah, it's we all pre- good. We appreciate the. Sentiment. We love the excitement. There's some fuzzy math happening. There's no question about that. All right, well, let's get Dave in New Jersey checking in next here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, Feels good. Just uh, I kind of feel like Hannibal Smith. I kind of love when the plan comes together. I remember calling it. Uh, I don't know if it's been a great. It's been a great month and a half. They uh, they beat the Titans on my birthday, December 11th. Uh, I think I called in like the on that victory Monday. I mentioned the uh, I guess the little tweet from the uh, from the guy that Tony mentioned there. Where he said the Titans locker room seemed to be a little bit fractured. I'm kind of really roughly paraphrasing here. And, and the moment that I saw that, I knew the Titans. I knew they were done. So it's kind of like it's like slow cooking. I just kind of waited for it to happen, and then I'm not gonna lie. Around the six minute mark, when uh, I don't know if y'all remember, they got a couple third downs, and Derek Derek Henley seemed like he was starting to get a little bit going. I was a little bit nervous, but I was glad he was able to get the turnover. And I'm not from Jacksonville, but I can imagine it was turned up because I was definitely turned up on my yacht. So it was, it was a great win <laughs> for the team. And uh, to be honest, with y'all, I really look forward to next week. I'm 
I'm pretty confident we got a chance, a really, really good chance to win at home. So thanks for taking my call. All right, appreciate it, Dave. Uh, you weren't the only one on that yak. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling. Um, look, this was not inevitable. You had to go out and earn this victory, right? Yeah. Like the Titans were going to come in and give you everything they had. And they, it was evident by the fact that they basically said, we're punting on this Cowboys game. We're putting everything into this game. Whatever we've got, we're going to make sure it's as fresh as it possibly can be. And yeah, I mean, look, a couple plays here and there, it could have gone the other way, but it didn't. Yeah. And the, the Jags, particularly Rayshon and Josh Allen, combined for that massive play uh tony somebody sent a great shot on uh the text line too uh, from kind of like the, the reverse <laughs> angle like yeah. behind oh, ray sean yeah. when he's just about to swat the ball out of dobbs hands and you can see arden key already smiling and, and, uh, and celebrating geez, and it's so good <laughs> it's awesome it's so good man yeah all right let's get mike in georgia next year on jaguars today good morning mike what's up mike i'll tell you what I ain't never been so frustrated and mad throughout an entire game to end up so freaking happy. But it it, it kind of went that way. Yep, and I tell you what, good teams find ways to win bad games, and we are a good team now. Duval, Duval, <laughs> thank you, Mike. You yeah, know, all, all week nice short, <laughs> all week long, uh, people were asking me, you know, what do you think? You think we can win? Blah blah blah. And I said, yeah, we we definitely sh we should win this game. I said, but it's not going to be as easy as a lot of people were thinking it was going to be because they had all their guys out last week. They're playing with a third-string quarterback. I said, they're still going to put NFL guys out there on the field. And their coach, he knows how to muck things up and make it not as clean, as easy for you. And they love to run the ball. And I said, Derrick Henry is still out there. But if we win the turnover battle, so I was saying all these things to people, it just came down to – who was going to make the most plays by the end of the game? And that's what it actually came down to. And, yeah, everybody's right, man. It was such a frustrating, you know, you were expecting our offense to come out and play like gangbusters like they did in the previous Titans game. But it, didn't, it, it doesn't always work out that way. And I had a buddy who I was texting saying, man, I was so frustrated, you know, most of the game. He's like, man, but, Dave, you know more than anybody. That's how the NFL games work right there they come down to the last few plays in the game and somebody finds a way to win and like he said good teams find a way to win even when the game's ugly um 20 to 16 anybody watch sunday night football green bay is <laughs> yeah. at home detroit is yep. eliminated from the playoffs aaron Rodgers is playing maybe his final home game yeah. in lambeau field and they're winning they're on a roll they're winning winning yeah. winning and you think aaron Rodgers? intentionally threw interceptions. I mean, <laughs> it's the NFL. Yeah. Things happen, man. And yeah. look, in this game, you talk about the turnovers. Look, that that play call, if it works, we're all like, wow, that's really brilliant. That mm -hmm. that uh, kind of fake option reverse. Uh, Here comes no, Agnew. Gosh. But, you know, this is a game, though, Dave. It's not just about the time of possession. It's about the amount of possessions. Yeah. Three is how many times the Jags had it in the first half. Three times. That's it. And so when you give one of those possessions away against a team that you know is going to eat five minutes of that yeah. clock every time they get it, you start to go, oh, we got to do this on the next one. We have to maximize the yes. next one. And it because the pressure just yes. ratchets up. And everybody man. feels it. And even like you're saying, I was in the first quarter, I was saying to my wife, I'm like, we've only had the ball one time, and it's going to the second quarter. Like, We've got to optimize on all of our positions. So when we got into the third quarter and we kept going three and out, I'm like, 
we're going to run out of time if we don't make a play right. on we're this gonna drive. We're going to run out of possessions, yeah. right? And that, that's what it felt like for a while, so that's why it became so scary. You know, it, it, you get in a game where it's open and everybody's yeah. trading possession. It's a yeah. little bit different. Yep. You know, you can overcome that turnover. Tony was right on it. I, I literally couldn't remember – have the Jags ever had a game where they've only had the ball three times in one entire half? And Tony's like, yeah, what about that San Fran game last year? And I went and looked, and that's exactly what San Fran wow. did. They just, you know, they, they – They had that opening possession was like 13 minutes. Right, and then wow. they ended up kicking a field goal with no time left on the clock to end the half. And yeah. in between, the Jags had the ball three times. Fortunately, look, it was enough what, yeah. what they ended up doing. And, uh, you know, 10 to nothing, didn't need it to get any bigger, that no. deficit. But fortunately, they answered then – they never let Tennessee get out of sight far, from that point yeah. on, you know. And, uh, hey, bottom line, no matter how they won, got baby. here, we're All here. that matters. All right, halfway home, stay on the line, and we will get to you, I promise you, coming up on a great reaction Monday. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. To David Garrard Monday on 1010XL. Brought to you by Napa Auto Care. I'm, it's a David Garrard victory Monday. Let's get victory. it right. Victory. Victory Monday here. And uh, look, we understand not everybody can call in. Maybe you're working, maybe you're doing whatever, maybe you just can't get through. Uh, so here, a little bit of a sample from the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, this one, you just got to feel like it's our time because things just seem to keep going our way. Wait. What city am I in? It can't be Jacksonville. Damn, it is. Duval. Love this town and our team. All right. Uh, good morning, fellas. Just wanted to say midway through the second quarter, I went and changed into my teal Jag shirt for my gray one. Something had to change. My move helped the team get over the hump and win the division. Go Jags. You're welcome, Jacksonville. All right. Well, you <laughs> we'll know, take it. You know what to do. Yep. You know, you know what to do this week. Um, I've only been to seven Jags games since moving down here from Kansas City in 2014, and their record in those games is 6-1, and one, including wins against Indy, Vegas, Baltimore, and the Titans this year. I may need season tickets next year. You also know what to do, okay? <laughs> Start saving your pennies. Um, when they called holding, when Derrick Henry broke that 30-yard run in the second half, was huge. Absolutely, it was huge. No question about it. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, still don't have my voice from Saturday night, but had to send in a text to say, come on, somebody, Duval. Come on, somebody. That was a weak Duval on my part right there. <laughs> but that, didn't, that was not representative of the fine text of Duval. Uh, all right, Mike at the Beaches next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm sorry I got absolutely no voice from the game. All good. Uh, what, a game, what, a, what a game, what a night. So I had Anthony Richardson sitting about two rows in front of me, and when my guy – Big Tyson, Tyson Island with the pick. I was barking like a dog going crazy, but I couldn't get a reaction from him. But I just want to say, go Jags. Come on, somebody, and let's go dogs tonight. All right, Mike, I, I will not take a, uh, a part in uh, picking sides tonight or the barking uh, okay. for that matter, but I'm happy that Tyson Campbell, Trayvon Walker, and others mm -hmm. contributed yeah. to this victory. Uh, I did not realize Anthony Richardson was in attendance, and – He's probably like, I don't know if I could save this team either. Looking at the Titans, you know, because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. by the way, I, and I know, you know, power poles are what they are. They're right there for entertainment purposes only. Tony and I often say the only power pole you need to care about is the standings. But I happened to go by ProFootballNetwork.com this morning and checked out their power pole, which had 
Indianapolis 32nd, <laughs> Houston 31st, and I think Tennessee was like 25th, something nice. like that, and uh, the Jags were ninth uh, overall. So yeah, that's I'll what take I'm talking it. About. I'll yeah, take ninth. absolutely. I'll take ninth. We can earn our way up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, John on the west side, you're next here on Jaguars today. Good morning, John. Good morning, y'all. Uh, I'm still tired from Saturday. Didn't get home until like 10 a.m. <laughs> the, the next day. I'm just glad that the Jaguars won. I have no voice. Um, I I really don't know what else to say. The Jaguars did the cardiac cat thing and made us all have high blood pressure. We started running all up and down five point where Hoptinger and Burgess are at. You see, you saw the videos uh, yesterday. We filled up the roads and everything. And Rayshon Jenkins, this is I think what is it? His uh, is the the third turn the the fourth turnover fit the, the yeah third or fourth turnover that he's caused in the last four weeks. Rayshon Jenkins right now playing like it's playing almost like an MVP level safety right now. All, All right. Well, we're, we're happy about Rayshon. I'm not sure he's playing at an MVP level, but, you know, that's okay. We'll take we'll, the level we'll he's at it. right now, though. We'll allow it. Yeah. You know, uh, certainly was one of the Jaguars MVPs. By the way, I ran a poll after the game. I said, who's your player of the game? I gave Josh Allen. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins, Christian Kirk, because he was the yeah. big offensive performer. Put Foyer out there because he had all those tackles. And, you know, you could have included other guys like Agnew, uh, Logan Cook, what have you. Yeah. But out of the four I offered up, uh, Rayshon get the most votes uh, out of anybody. He should have. It was a two-way rate. It was Rayshon and Josh Allen that each yeah. got over 40%. But pretty cool. Uh, all right. Uh, where are we going next, Tone? Uh, how about Chris in Middleburg uh, next up here on Jaguars today? Hello, Chris. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Good morning. Doing well. What's up, buddy? Oh, man, let me tell you something. I was at the Dallas game, <clears throat> nosebleed section 400. What a total 180 just to go from an ocean of silver and blue. Man, uh, that night after we won that game, I bought the Tennessee tickets game, section nine, <laughs> row A, and uh, set up tailgate 930 in the morning. I think I was the first one downtown. And um, from the time we set up camp, uh, to the time we left the game, I think I saw maybe ten, 10 Tennessee fans. Oh, uh, what a what a what an experience! To, to best Christmas gift ever. Shirt came off. Et I sent you the picture. I don't know if you've seen it. Ooh, you talking dirty to me, and I kind of like it. Dude, <laughs> that was absolutely freaking wild. Still don't have my voice. Um, all I got to say is Duval. Duval. All right, Chris, we appreciate you, brother. Uh, David Allen, Chafee Road, next up here on Jaguars Today. What's up, David? Hey, guys, can I take you through the last five minutes? I'm sorry, my voice is jacked up, too. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, the Yuli Bulldozer's doing his thing. The crowd's getting a little quiet around us. We're thinking, oh, no, they're going to celebrate another title on our field. No. I looked over my friend. I'm like, you know what? I'll make you a bet. If we win this, I'm going to dye my hair teal. He's like, I'm going to hold you to that. And then Allen and uh, Jenkins scoop and score. The, I've never heard the stadium erupt so loud. That, that, it, it was just an emotional change. So two minutes, right? We get the two-minute warning. There's a fervor. Everyone's starting around getting real jittery like, we can actually do this. And then the fourth, the fourth, uh, fourth down play happens, and then everyone realizes we just won the division title. I look around; people are hugging each other, people are crying. The ticks down to zero. Nobody left. That never happens in our stadium. 
Nobody left. It was amazing. So I will be sporting the teal mane. I'm seven feet tall. Everyone can see me. I'm down on the second row in section 121. Go Jags. I have no voice. Hey, bro, have- going to need you to uh, text or tweet us a picture of that hair when it gets all all uh, tealed up. So that would help. I'll do, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, we held a sign. I was on TV, at, uh, national TV. I'm going to do it again. It's going to be a blast, guys. Have a good one. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. There you go. Uh, imagine there'll be a lot of uh, – a lot of teal would be a lot of babies yeah. born in nine months, too. <laughs> I imagine, you know, and the, the reason why nobody left is because that one young lady talked her dad into, hey, what are you talking about? We're not yeah. leaving here in the fourth <laughs> quarter. We're staying. We're staying, Pops. I'm getting a new dad otherwise. So uh, Sports are the best, man. Just yeah, the there's best. nothing they else are. like it. Mm-hmm. And, right. Like, every you drop all pretense of anything, and you're just, like, yep. nuts in the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. By the way, I, I got more pictures of people – Getting hugs and giving hugs to ET than anything uh, on my timeline <laughs> this morning as well. So there's that. All right, we'll come back and uh, guess what? We'll do more of the same. Get your reaction to the Jaguars winning the AFC South 20 to 16 over the hated Tennessee Titans on Saturday night. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Still throwing passes. It's a David Garrard Monday on 1010XL. Brought to you by Napa Auto Care. All right, got this one on uh, Twitter from Doug E. Fresh. Uh, it says, uh, defense picked up Trevor in the offense when they needed it most. Love to see it rounding into a complete team at exactly the right time. Question, <clears throat> why didn't Travis Etienne play much at all in the second half, especially the fourth quarter? I think it was a couple of things. A, you saw him get kind of tackled out of bounds, right? Or, you know, tackled and went out of bounds. And you could see him kind of limp, right? On on the, at least on the TV broadcast, he's kind of limping. And they even said it on the radio broadcast. Came out for a couple of plays immediately. Uh, and Hasty came in. And then later I saw, and then Etienne came back. But later I saw him kind of, the way he was stretching, it seemed like he's trying to loosen up his back. Yeah. That's what it looked like to yeah. me anyway. I'm not uh, obviously qualified to diagnose him, but... The reach a point, Tony, I'm just sitting there going, why are we even running it at all? Like, it's not – it's one thing you're freezing the defense, you know, with that play-action fake. They were running right to Trevor Lawrence. They had no respect for any play-action fake because you couldn't move the ball on the ground, yeah. which is the Titans' M.O. You can't run on them. Yeah. Well, the play-action was a little bit much late in the game. Yeah, I, it was. I think, David, you saw whatever strength the Titans have defensively is on that defensive line. Right, and they got him as healthy as they could have him. Yeah, going into the game on Saturday night, and when you can't run the ball at all, and they couldn't run the ball at all, and you're trailing, right now you're allowing their best chance, right, which is the strength that they have along that defensive line to have an impact on the football game, and that's what it felt like to me. It's you weren't able to get the run game established in any way. You couldn't get yourself a lead, so now you're having to pay the price on the back end of yeah. that, where you want play action to be part of your game, it can't be. Like, it just can't be. You haven't earned it. Yeah, and and, and instead of trying to stick with that kind of playbook uh, mentality, they should have got to more quick game, more let's get the ball into our receivers' hands quickly and let them, you know, run some uh, wide receiver screens, some just catch and go, but just things to get the ball out of Trevor's hands so he's not trying to sit back there in that pocket and uh, getting abused back there, but – you can still 
have ways that you run the ball without actually handing it off. And no like doubt. I said, just sometimes just throw it out to the sideline and get the, let those receivers make the plays because they were playing pretty good. All right, let's get another uh, call or two in here. Uh, Darren in Mandarin checking in next on Jaguars today. Good morning, Darren. Hey, good morning, guys. We are AFC South Division champions, baby. You know yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, baby. Let me tell you, the two favorite things from Saturday night was when I was laying in my bed watching Sports Center and watching Mike. Mo- um, I almost said the bad word. Uh, watching Mike Vrabel watch him just almost look like he was going to cry. I felt like he put his heart and soul into two weeks of preparing for this game, and it looked like we took a piece of his soul. And I was so happy because I said, get used to it. You got that coming for the next 10 to 15 years, baby. And then the other thing was, when we was in the stands, when it got down to right there at the end after we stopped on fourth down, I turned around and started a chant. Was they can't stop the clock. They can't stop the clock. And I took that from in the stands, and we took it all the way to the parking lot, past the police officers, past the security, past everybody. And they, I had everybody on the way out. They, everybody chimed in at one time or another. They can't stop the clock. Baby, that was so exciting. It was electrifying in that stadium. And I can't wait. Me and my posse, we will be back on Saturday night, baby. Let's roll. Let's roll, Darren. Let's All right. roll. Appreciate you. Now, oh, yeah. I, I know Vrabel may have come close to crying, but, I mean, can we get a count here? I mean, Trevor stiff arm Dylan Cole straight into tears the first time they played up in Nashville. <laughs> right, I mean, right. He's crying in the locker room. Right. right? I mean, look, I understand it means a lot to you, but Jeffrey Simmons, as Tom McMahon has said, cry in private location. And uh, he's just, just bawling in the locker room after the game. Jack's making the Titans cry. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. Love I'm it. sorry. It's a beautiful thing. I get it. You invest a lot of emotion into this, and it means something to you. I understand that. But um, nice to see him cry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm just very happy to see the Titans cry. All right, let's get uh, Ken and Fernandina Beach next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Ken. Hey, good morning, Mike. I'm a season ticket holder since the beginning, all 28 years. And uh, something that should be thrown out to the Jaguars as a promo, they gave up those beautiful towels. It was always the Jaguars Saturday night. But if you go back to year one, the Jaguars gave out teal now and later candies. And everybody's tongues were teal. They should give those out at the next ball game because <laughs> this could be our last home game and it'll be so visible on national TV. What a great promo from now and later with a teal tongue. There you go. Now and later, step up. We need some free teal. I like that. Now and later. Now and later. Holler at us. Now. That's different. I like that. Let's get that going. You know, I, I got no problem. There's probably some other candies that will turn your tongue teal as well. Skittles. But, um, let's get it, some teal Skittles. Whatever. Ahead. Whatever works. Yeah, I'm man, all about it. I'm all about it. All right. Uh, let's take a quick pause because we're all in celebratory mode, but let's <laughs> take a, a peek around uh, the National Football League, see what else is going on. Now, gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. The Houston Texans have fired head coach Lovey Smith after one season at the helm there in Houston. The Denver Broncos have requested permission of the New Orleans Saints to speak with Sean Payton about their vacant head coaching position. The Broncos have requested permission from the Dallas Cowboys to interview defensive coordinator Dan Quinn for that job as well. The TV schedule for Wild Card Weekend is set. The seventh seed in the NFC Seattle Seahawks will be at the two-seed San Francisco 49ers, 435 on Fox on Saturday to get the Super Wildcard Weekend started. Then on Saturday night on NBC, the five-seed LA Chargers will be here in Jacksonville to take on the four-seed Jaguars. 
uh, the AFC South champion, by the way. At 8-15, a triple header on Sunday starts with the seven-seed Miami Dolphins at the two-seed Buffalo Bills, 105 on CBS, the six-seed New York Giants at Minnesota at 440 on Fox, and Sunday will finish up with the six-seed Baltimore Ravens at the three-seed Cincinnati Bengals, 815 on NBC. The weekend wraps up with the five-seed Dallas Cowboys at the four-seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 815 on Monday night on ESPN and ABC. Houston quarterback Davis Mills threw a 28-yard touchdown pass on a fourth and 20 with under a minute to play. And then the two men connected on a two-point conversion to get the Texans their third win of the season. And that, in combination with the Bears' loss yesterday, moves the Texans from the one to the two spot in the 2023 NFL Draft. Arizona will pick third. Indianapolis fourth. Seattle will pick fifth in next year's draft. Yeah, some people have already said to me because I was like, hey, you know, what the hell are the Texans doing here, right? And I get it. The players are going to try to play hard. You can put them in a position to not have success. As an organization, you know, like, they're, I'm sorry, the Jags, had the Jags played hard and won a couple of games late in 2020, you'd be miserable right now hey, as They Jag were. Fans. Do you not remember? They were. And we were like, what are y'all doing? Stop. Why Stop. are we making this this close? Because, you know, <laughs> you got a head coach who knows he's on the way out. He doesn't yeah. care, right? Love, he's Love trying to like, hang hey. on to his job. I get that yeah. aspect of it. But, look, and it's, others have said, well, what's the difference between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud? Your choice, yeah, like if you, you prefer go. one versus the other, you now no longer have control of whether yeah. you get that guy. And you can say, "Well, Chicago's got Fields." Well, yeah, they'll also somebody trade will, out of that somebody spot. Somebody will jump up there and try to get him. And yeah. somebody else pointed out, "Well, the the Colts might go up there and get one of those quarterbacks." Great, let's see what they have to give up to do it. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. so uh, there's no benefit to Houston having the number two pick in the draft. You can spin it any way you want. Well, this will help us carry momentum into the off season. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, the, the only other thing around the league that is just mind-boggling, Quay Walker. What are you doing last oh night with the Green Bay Packers? Trainer comes out on the field. It wasn't even like uh, an egregious push on him. Why would you feel like because he bumped into you, you got to he, throw He, he the, tries to shove him. Like you got doctors on the ground treating DeAndre Swift, and you got a trainer coming up right behind him, and he shoves the trainer trying to knock him into the pile. Like, like what are you doing? And then after that, like, the guy turned around like he couldn't believe it. Like, almost like he bowed up on yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. But he turned around, and then here comes Devontae Wyatt coming in, throwing a shoulder bump into him. Like, are you kidding into me? The into the same trainer. Oh into the God. same trainer. I, it's It was unbelievable, man. Like, especially, like, this week of all weeks. Yeah. When a trainer is being hailed for saving the life of a player on the field by providing CPR for nine minutes. You're going to show your butt. And and for the second time, by the way, Quay Walker got tossed from a game earlier this year on the sideline. You had a I Buffalo Bills that. coach. Yeah. Like, he had his hands up like, hey, trying to, you know, the guy's coming into you. You're holding your hands up. Bit, yeah. Catch him a little yeah. bit, right? So he probably touched him on the shoulder. And Quay Walker gets up and he just shoves the guy right in front of the ref, thrown out of the game. So oh twice. 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 Man. Whatever. All right. That's their problem. Not ours. There you go. Stephen Melbourne, you're up next here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I was at the game. I love the electricity. I finally got my voice back around last night. Uh, I'm so happy for the defense. Uh, I feel sorry for Rayshon, though, ending up in Derrick Henry's stiff arm Hall of Fame. And, you know, I got to be honest, uh, if we didn't have Devon Hamilton last night, I, I think it would have went a different way. He had a He's had a hell of a season, and I, I love the fact Derrick Henry attempted 
to stiff arm Trayvon Walker, but Dave, you give your opinion. It's hard to stiff arm somebody when somebody has a pair of gorilla arms that are longer than yours, and he just dragged them to the ground. I, I love seeing it. Yeah, it's hard to stiff arm another grown tailed man. Some of them DBs, you know, they they little guys. Look, Rayshon, I'm sure Rayshon will gladly trade getting tossed on a stiff arm for chopping down on Joshua Dobbs and making Absolutely. maybe the biggest play in franchise That's history. That's how you make up for getting stiff arm into, left, the, into the dirt. Right, Rayshon's like, oh, you mean that game we kicked your ass and sent you home for the offseason? That game? Yeah, oh, you can't keep talk playing to the that. Like that. You can't talk to the AFC champ like that. Yeah, day, day, day. Like, Rayshon's like, pfft. You kidding me? That's not even probably in the top five of worst Jaguar uh, stiff arms that they've received from Derrick Henry, it, it, honestly. It, it really wasn't. It was bad, though. It wasn't top was five, but it was still bad. It, it was, it was bad. disrespectful. <laughs> it was it was your feet leave the ground off a stiff arm. That's not a good thing. Hey, Rayshon, we love you, bud. And uh, you know what? We don't. You know what? We're all. It's all in good fun because you uh, made that hey, play. Hey, you can laugh at it now. Had a hell of a year, man. I mean, before the season. We're looking at it like, all right, you know, you do you do the salary cap calculations, and you got the sites out there to tell you where you're going to stand salary cap wise. You're like, man, next off season, Rayshon's bye bye, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the the prevailing feeling because you can save a lot of money. Yeah, there's no way you can let Rayshon yeah. Jenkins go now, yeah. and I mean, they could restructure things and, yeah. and push money around, but uh, Rayshon Jenkins is one of the key, particularly in the second half of the year, one of yeah. the key performers on that defense and a fan right? favorite too. Uh, he's become one Absolutely. because he's yeah. been playing great. Yep. He wasn't that before the nope. year, though, right? Things uh, change quick. Things do yeah. change quick. And, and he's finding the ball, man. That that uh, that had changed a lot of things when you find the ball. No doubt about it. Uh, as somebody brought up, you know, he's creating these turnovers. Well, he had uh, two interceptions versus Dallas. He had this forced fumble. He had forced fumbles against the Ravens and the Chiefs. So, you know, the second half of the season, you're right. He was finding the ball, yeah. Dave. Uh, against the Cowboys, he had 18 tackles and two interceptions. He I did. Mean, I remember right? I mean, that. It, truly. Yeah. We were saying at the time, arguably the greatest defensive performance in Jaguars history. Now, a month later, you're making maybe the biggest significant defensive play in Jaguars history. I mean, it's hard to let that guy go like that. Uh, Art in Orlando next up here on Jaguars today. What's up, Art? Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning because it's a victory morning. Yes, sir. uh, Everyone's asking me, how was the game? And other callers have done a great job explaining it. The environment was amazing, the fans were amazing. But the game itself was stressful, almost depressing, except for the last three minutes. And there were some weird plays. Not not only the weird fumble play that didn't work out for the Jags, but the Titans had two weird plays. I'm going to hear you guys' takes on them. So one was that illegal forward pass. I think it was like an out, outlet pass to one of their receivers. Uh, is that the He's one with down Burks? Just yeah. yeah, right. He the ball in the air. <laughs> yeah, what's going on in that play? Right, what, what, was the other, the what was the other one? The other play was a handoff. You know, Derrick Henry took a lot of, like, wildcat snaps. It was the one where he has the ball. He's getting tackled, and he just throws the pass downfield. And we get called for pass interference. It didn't look like there was anything. And I just want to hear what you guys think about those two plays and what was going on. I don't think it was a pass interference play, uh, call at all. It should have been a non-call. All right, let's let jump in here. Those. Thank yeah. you, Art. Um, I talk about the Titans are going to empty the playbook. Okay, It was two plays that – the first one, I was like, what in the world? They had I think, it. I think they- it's the way it worked out. It wasn't supposed to be like that. It was supposed to be just a catch and then a throw to the sideline. Immediately. But, but he right. was getting slung around, so he was like, I don't care. I'm going to still get this ball over there. And slung that. The guy was open. He was wide right. open. It was a touchdown. It right. was. If you, if you hit that if immediately, you just threw it, yeah. he is walking. Right. That, people are going to see that. 
and they're going to copy that play right there. Well, they might, you. and I hope they copy the execution. Well, well they're not going to copy that way. And I got, but that was an example. Yeah. Like, you, like it didn't seem like the Titans were going crazy because their their trick plays kind of got thwarted a little bit. Yeah, that play to Henry was. A, a pass the whole it way. It was a pass the whole way. The yep. whole way, and there was a little contact. <laughs> but, but I didn't, I didn't see I didn't much so of either. anything. I thought that was there was some contact, but uh, I thought it was a bailout call. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? You win. Yeah, it's all right. You know, yeah. sometimes calls go against they you. They do. Yeah. You know, and we don't have to sit here and listen to the. We all know who they are, the conspiracy theorists on this station and elsewhere. Mm. We're going to tell you that the refs are out to get you, mm. uh, right? So well, it everyone's going to be doing that stuff now. This is the time of year for that kind of stuff. If you watch the end of the Detroit Green Bay game last night, the play that they ran to get themselves in position to win the game, Detroit did where they threw it out to the right to Amon Ross St. Brown, and he pitched it to Swift uh. running out of the backfield. That's how they converted yeah. to win the game, right, at the end of the game. They got nothing on the line except taking <laughs> it away from you, and now you're going to have all the playoff teams getting together. I have no idea what Kansas City's going to well, have up you their sleeve, but they're going to have something. Like Kansas right. City did. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I just, I'm looking at that thinking, what in the world is going on? <laughs> uh, it was. It was it, I mean, that, that's as somebody put. Uh, that is a predator toying with their meat, right? With their <laughs> meal. It's yeah. like it's like we can do anything. It's like a cat swatting a little mouse around. And like, all right, I'll eat you now. Playing with the little lizards up in the yard. <laughs> all right, uh, let's take a time out here. We'll come back get more of your reaction on a wonderful, wonderful victory Monday. This is Jaguars today on Ten Ten XL and ninety two point five FM. They hit him as he likes to go. The ball comes out. The ball comes out and it's picked up. The Jags are running it back. The Jags are running it back. The Jags are going to run it into the end zone. Josh Allen scores a touchdown. Josh Allen is running back for a touchdown for Jacksonville. He's our QB. It's a David Garrard Monday on 1010XL. Brought to you by Napa Auto Care. You can trust Jacksonville Napa Parts and Jacksonville Napa Auto Care Repair Shops. All right, final few minutes of our program today. Just the first of many glorious shows this week. It's Victory Week here. It's AFC South Championship Week here on Jaguars today. And uh, we want today to be about your reaction. So we'll do this relatively quickly, E.T. Let's hit him with a 10-10 take. 10, 10, 10, 10, take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10, 10, take brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. Just to me, just a huge difference between how things feel right now, between now and 2017, for instance. 17 was fantastic, right? We got on that run and like, wow, this team kind of came together out of nowhere out of the great free agent class and and all this, but you didn't have the quarterback. Nope. Not you didn't have the quarterback that you believed you could in. Count on yeah. every time, right? This time, Dave, I feel like I don't know if the Jacks are going to win the AFC South every year for the next ten years, but I know they're going to be in contention. Yep. Right. As long as Trevor Lawrence is healthy, and that, that's not to diminish the impact his teammates have made because Trevor Lawrence didn't lead them to that victory, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. defense and other guys, there were plenty of guys stepping up and making plays, but the sheer fact that you have got this guy going in makes you 
know that you're going to be dangerous, and it lets the rest of the division know you better figure it out, man, because you've got an aging Ryan Tannehill. Is he back? Is Malik Willis? What are they going to do in Tennessee? Houston just played himself out of the first pick, but they've got to get a quarterback. Indy has got to get themselves a quarterback. Mm -hmm. We got that question answered, and that is the biggest thing. No matter how far they go this season, uh, they're going to go far for yeah. many, many years into the future because of Trevor Lawrence and, yes, his supporting cast. Uh, it, it's time for the tables to turn. You know, it seems like everybody else in the division has had just nice long runs, nice um, times in their um, organization's career history where they've been steady. And we had a little brief time in the 90s, a little bit. In, you know, the 05, 07, we went to the playoffs a couple times. And then in 17, that's not like we have not had a 10-year where we're always consistently the team fighting like the Colts when they had Peyton for all those years. I think now the table has turned to where now we have that quarterback and our organization is going to be for the next 10 years the organization to beat in AFC South. Let's hope that's the case, and uh, let's follow through. It's time. Let's get a few more. Yes. It's time. All right. <laughs> I'm going to save my voice for Duval's ET. There you I go. don't know. <laughs> uh, Greg on the south side, you're next on Jaguars today. Good morning, Greg. Yeah, good morning, guys. Listen, quick funny story, and I'll take it off the air. I was watching the game on TV already. Uh, I was well into the brown water by then, <laughs> so I always listen to Frangie's play-by-play -play on the radio and turn the volume down on the TV because he's really exciting. So it's fourth quarter. I'm getting a little drowsy, and then all of a sudden I hear Frank's voice blaring over the radio when he scooped up that ball for the touchdown. Man, I woke up. I turned the volume on the TV. I got all excited. I was awake then, man. So <laughs> it was really fun. And uh, let me advise to anybody, any ladies that are eight months pregnant, do not go to that game because you might go into labor. Now, maybe, maybe they'll, uh, you know, convert the dog park or something into a, <laughs> to some kind of a, a ward, a delivery ward. Uh, Greg, thank you. Uh, Regina in Mandarin up next. Hello, Regina. Good morning, and thanks for taking my call. Sure. It, I've, I agree with everybody. I've never seen the stadium. No one left who are up in the double D section near, near the club. No one left. Um, the other thing is my husband and I came in early. We just wanted to watch everybody on the field early. We got there by 6 o'clock. My husband can talk up anybody, but the gentleman sitting next to us was Levin, Devin Lloyd's father. Oh, wow. And he, Yeah, he flew in from San Diego. He's a retired military Navy guy, and he was nice, very nice man to talk to. He was very nervous for his son, though, he said. And this goes along with what um, happened to Hamlin. People don't realize how beat up the players are by this time of year. He said, you know, there was some mention that how he's playing not the best, but he he just said his son's beat up at, toward the end of the season. He's, he's taken a lot. You know, he's playing hurt. So I just thought that was an interesting insight. It is. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Regina, we appreciate the call. And uh, look. Well, it's this time Lord of the year, Chad Muma yeah. or whomever, whoever's out there, you know, just suck it up and give everything you have. And I'm sure that's what they're doing yep. right now. So pretty cool uh, story, Regina. We appreciate you sharing that with us. Let's close it out with D on the north side next on Jaguars today. Good morning, D. 
Hey, what's good, guys? What is up? Hey, section one, section one twenty five. Man, that place was lit. Just walking into that stadium it felt like it was a party. I feel like I walked through like five different parties going to the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. I looked at that hype video from uh, Leon Searcy on mm-hmm. YouTube before I went to the game. It is a totally different look at when you get into the game and they play that on the stadium. I think that that thing that's what lit the whole crowd up. After that, I was just like, I was ready to play the game. Right on, man. Um, but, yeah, man, great show, man. Love you guys. Man, I'm going to take it off the air, man. All right. Just one more time before I go. Duval! Duval! <laughs> it's all love in Duval County, Duval Pride, worldwide right now. I think that is about the 80th different section that claimed they had the loudest section. I know it, right? And that's fine. <laughs> yep. You know what? Uh, let you all compete once again on Saturday night to see who can bring it the hardest against the L.A. Chargers. Let's say hello to XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet, keeping 1010XL on track with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, Joe C., was it press box or was it sneak out and and uh, and enjoy as uh, a man of the people on Saturday night? I'm smiling night? when I say this. It was a combo. It was a combo uh, effort. Started uh, in the press box. <laughs> yeah. And then quickly exit, yeah, I, I have a feeling. I, I wouldn't say quickly, no? but, you know, you know right. Pross and I, you know, we chopped it up and just uh-huh. figured everything else out. And then, uh, you know, obviously I was beckoned is basically what it was. Uh, but the atmosphere in that stadium, as definitely David knows, and just, just and you guys being down. You can feel it. it was when you just, can feel it in the radio studio, yeah. you know yeah. it's something special. Yeah. And uh, we haven't had that at least since, like, that Patriots game in 2018 and certainly the, the playoff run in 2017. Yeah. And I was uh, telling them earlier that that uh, just the way the day went for me, I wasn't able to get there and enjoy anything early, which, you know, you know I love doing that. But I had uh, PGA Tour duties, a wedding reception, and then I jetted <laughs> up to the game, right? And so I came in, I felt like I was police escorted in because everyone was in the stadium. Right. Because, you know, generally they're just kind of – straggling and lagging, uh, you know, whatever, getting their last cups in before they go in. No, everyone was in the stadium by the time they get kicked. It was, well, it was awesome. Usually I will try to get there 90 minutes before we go on the air, which mm-hmm. is three hours before kickoff. So I'm right. trying to get there four and a half hours before kickoff. This time I left 45 minutes earlier than I typically do. And when I came off the Hart Bridge and you, you want to go left to go around the stadium, right. it was all backed up. I don't know if they're going to the slab, if they're waiting to get into tailgaters, whatever. But I had to sit there through five cycles of the light before I could. And my lane was open because yeah. the right lane's going to take you around the stadium. Sure. And everyone's trying to turn left on Tallyrand. And uh, so, yeah, that is usually I just cruise in there like it's a ghost town at that (laughs) point in the day. So it was fantastic, man. Uh, Obviously, a lot of that reaction today for you guys. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to do, you know, let's just call it nine tenths Jaguars. But we're also going to go out to California for the championship game because you got TCU as the biggest underdog uh, in, in college football playoff championship history. So we'll find out whether they can get it done. Georgia's, of course, playing for history back to back. Natty, so we're going to do all of that today. All right. Uh, Joe, have a great show. I'm sure you will. Uh, A lot of fodder, a lot of stuff out there. Uh, A final thought for you, DG? Uh, Just ready for this game, man. I'm excited. I I just want to teleport all the way to Saturday (laughs) and just get ready to go. You know what? There was a point there at about an hour and 15 minutes before kickoff. I'm like, let's just get to this thing, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) Absolutely. We said all the storylines. We all know what the storylines are. Let's kick this thing off. Yeah. 
So let's enjoy the week, though, Tone, right? <laughs> enjoy yeah, the process. The, it already it. feels very different, right? Like, I'm not nervous about the game on Saturday at all, you know? Like, and maybe I'll get nervous as we go through the week. I was nervous from jump about getting ready for the Titans game, everything that was on the line, win and get in. It's this freaking team, like, everything that was going involved in that. But I'm not nervous yet about the Chargers game. It doesn't mean I won't be by the time we kick off. I though. think there, that was probably felt by the players too you yeah. know what I mean like like yeah you've come this far yep and granted you're still mathematically alive if you lost that game depending yeah. on what happened yesterday and it wouldn't have gone your way as it turned out but you know to come this far to have it at home against a team you've already beaten you had to win that game yeah right here now you're like okay we're in the playoffs we're yeah in. we want to win that game mm-hmm. and 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 it just it does feel like you know psychologically the burden of losing to Tennessee yes would have been devastating at home for this yeah. fan base I, I feel you know yeah. for me it would have yeah. been and yeah. I was Tony will tell I was like the whole game I'm just like second guessing every move it doesn't <laughs> work I'm like just so nervous yeah. and I'm thinking man can we stop him can we hold him to a field goal here and are we going to put this in Trevor Lawrence's hands with 90 seconds left and can we produce a touchdown when we have to have it I thought that was what it would come to but mm-hmm. defense stepped up and said no no don't worry about we it we got Trev. you Handle the kneel downs, and uh, we got you <laughs> this time. Handle the kneel downs. You know like what? That. You got us in Nashville. You had our backs yeah. in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. We got your backs here. Uh, special teams, again, can't say enough about yeah. Agnew and, and Cook and Patterson yep. did a phenomenal job. So, uh, let's do it again, man. Let's do it again. We run it back. Check the tape with Jeff Lagerman tomorrow, and uh, we got some great goodies to give away for you this week and no I have not given away my flip card that I got signed by Fred Taylor all I did was tell you that I'm going to do that at some point <laughs> this week so that I thought that was a pretty cool memento you know uh Freddie T signed it I took a picture of him in the studio so you know it's uh it's legit and uh so we'll have some fun doing some of that stuff this week but DG great to see you. happy new year yeah happy new year to you guys why don't we do this and again next Monday absolutely let's go <laughs> Duval Victory Monday. Come on, somebody. All right, we're out of here. For Tony Smith, for David Garrard, for ET, I'm Mike Dempsey. And for all of you Jaguar faithful, so happy for you guys. Happy for the team, happy for the organization, but really happy for the long-suffering, diehard fan base out there that, that loves them no matter what the result. You got paid off to some degree this week. Let's keep that thing rolling and realize that the next 10, 12, who knows how many years are looking really bright in Duval County. This has been Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Go Jacksonville! It was always the Jags.